Hey, besties. So, you know, last week's episode was bad dates, good stories, and we had too many sticky situations to share with you. We talked way too much, so we split it into two parts. So today's episode is technically part two. So we are going to be diving right into it today. And boy, do I have a story for you. I'm going to tell you about a time that I went wild for a guy and not exactly in a romantic way. I am not proud of this, but I have to share it with you. So buckle up. Let's go. What's up? We're your co-hosts, Katie and Ellie, and you're listening to Not So Ladylike, a podcast with no rules. On this show, we'll lose the filter and dive in head first while reminding each other and you that we're all out here winging it. We saved you a spot on the couch, so get ready for a candid conversation with the girls. So there was a guy that I dated that I lost my mind, not in a dissimilar way to when your ex lost his mind. So this guy was my very first Tinder date. Brandon and I broke up. After years. It was a long, serious relationship. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try Tinder. And it was like right when Tinder was starting to become a bigger thing. So I went on my very first Tinder date. I think I was... 20 19 or 20 I got these rippy jeans after we broke up and when I wore them it like signified shenanigans mm-hmm. every time I wore them I got myself into trouble real yes <laughs> so I put on my rippy jeans I and usually a plain black tee yeah and it was the first time I had not worn a bra in public I had the little like nipple stickers yes I was obsessed with them that was before the whole free the nipple movement and yeah you were like I'm not wearing a bra anymore and I drove my ass to Owensboro the first time driving that far by myself, which isn't that far, but it was the first time. And I went to meet him. He was like, well, why don't you just meet me at my parents' house and then I'll drive us. And our plan was to go get food, go to the movies, and then I was going to go home. I met him at his parents' house and he was like, do you want to come in? And I said, sure, I guess, because I was stupid. So he opened the door to his parents' house. Immediately, the smell of weed hits me in the face like a ton of bricks. And I was like, oh no, what have I done? And like, I don't, I don't mind if you smoke, that's fine. But like the whole house smelled like it and no one was home. And this is the first time I'm meeting this guy. He brings me in, he gives me a little tour. There is shit everywhere. He lived in the basement of his parents' house. He showed me his drum set. He showed me his artwork. And then he was like, okay, his parents own a tattoo shop. He was like, I need to run by the shop and give them I forgot all their key back. And I was like, okay, cool. So we're running errands on our first date. And I, this was, again, my first adult date. And I was like, okay, cool. I had no boundaries. I had no, no standards, nothing. So I get in the passenger seat of his car. We go to the tattoo shop. I meet his mom, his dad, his best friend, and we're talking And then we leave and we go run another errand. And then I'm like, hey, I'm hungry. Can we go to dinner? And he's like, yeah, where do you want to go? And I said, I don't know. I haven't really been to Owensboro that much. Why don't you just take me to your favorite like local place? And he said, okay, cool. I know the spot. This man drives me to Salsaritas. (laughs) Which we didn't have another school at the time. We didn't. But I was like, bro, this is Moe's. Bro. First of all, Moses is definitely better than Salsa Vegas. For sure. But whatever. Yeah, carry on. So after that, we were supposed to go for a walk by the river and then go to the movies. But it was kind of hot out. And he was like, you know what? Why don't we just go back to my place and we'll watch a movie there? Again, I had no boundaries. So I was like, okay, let's do that. Mm -hmm. 
So we did. No one was home. We went to his dungeon of a basement bedroom. He put on like Batman Returns or something. Your favorite movie. Love it. (laughs) And he was trying to get me to sleep with him. And I was like, no, I have not like, no, I am a fresh adult. I have had one serious boyfriend like. And you told him before all of this that you were not like trying to get into a relationship. No. This was very casual. Yeah. When we were talking on Tinder or whatever, I had told him like, I'm not looking for a boyfriend. Like I'm just dating. I just got out of a serious relationship, blah, blah, blah. And there were times before we met that he would like ask me if he could call me on the phone and we talked on the phone some and he seemed very nice. So anyway, we're like making out whatever. His parents get home. And I was like, my nipple stickers do not restick. I forgot that's part of the story. (laughs) So his parents are, and luckily, so I was wearing this like spaghetti strap, like flowy tank tank top. top. Yeah. Luckily I brought a sweatshirt. So I'd put that on over the top. But I was so self-conscious. I had never not worn a bra before. Yeah, now you wouldn't care. Now you just be now like, I I'm hardly, Walmart without a bra. Yeah, I hardly ever wear a bra now. But then I was like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. So his parents start making dinner and it started to rain. And he was like, I need to go to the mall to pick up my new set of plugs because his ears were stretched. And I was like, okay, I'll go with you. Let's run a couple more errands. <laughs> Why not? On our first but date. But get me out of this house. Yeah. So we get in the car and I'm like, um, I, can I make one request? Like on the way there, can we stop at Target so I can get new nipple stickers? Because I can't, mine don't restick. And then we went to the mall, picked up his plugs, went back home. We walk in the door. Let me just paint this picture for you. His dad is sitting in a chair, shirtless. His mom sitting on the couch. They're eating dinner. They have chihuahuas around them. (laughs) There's a mystery man sitting on the couch next to them and a white wife beater. And we walk in and everyone looks a little suspicious. Chill, you might say. Relax. You might say. And we sit for a little bit and then wife Peter man walks up, walks to the door. And as soon as he's about to leave, he turns around and looks at his dad and goes, so you want to? And the dad like gave him a nod and shoot him away. And I looked around for a minute and I was like, I'm pretty sure I just met your dealer. And then his mom and dad put me through the third degree, like. Like you had to meet up to something to be here. Like, yeah, they had to know everything about me. And then his dad was like, you know, the weather's getting kind of bad. Why don't you just stay the night here? We'll make you breakfast in the morning. Why don't you just stay? Did you do that? No. Okay. And I was like, no, I really need to go home. It's just raining a little bit. I'll be okay. He was like, are you sure? Because we'll make you eggs in the morning. You should just stay the night. He really tried to convince me to stay the night. And I was like, why do you want me to stay so badly? And I just had bad vibes. And I was like, no, I think I'm going to go home. And actually, I think I'm going to go home right now. Thank you for having me. It was lovely to meet you. See you later. Yeah. And I drove home and I was like, that was off the wall. And then she kept dating him. And then I went on more dates with him. (laughs) Like a maniac. I will state, man was very attractive. He was hot, you guys. Yeah. He, he was a ginger. You know, the best kind. He was ripped. Oh, he had, he had so many tattoos. They weren't great tattoos, but they were tattoos. And I just thought he was so cool and so hot. And I was like, wow, like I didn't know I could date people like this. And you had rippy jeans. And I had rippy jeans. Yeah, you were wild. Yeah. So anyway, I went on a couple more dates with him. But when I lost my mind, 
he had asked me to be his girlfriend. And I said, no, you know, I've told you from the beginning, I'm not looking to get in a relationship. I like what we're doing. I like dating casually and like going to get dinner and going on dates, whatever. But I don't want to get into a relationship like I've told you since we've been talking. And he was like, oh, okay then. And he blocked my number and I lost it. Like think of the most insane ex-girlfriend you've ever thought of. And then multiply it by 100 and add her best friend, me, doing the same thing into the picture. (laughs) You guys, I texted, I called. I got an app that gave me a fake number and I texted and called from two different numbers from that app. I messaged him on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Tinder, all of which he had removed me on. I got Katie to message him and his best friend on Facebook and Instagram. And when they responded, they were not happy. No, best friend told me to never contact either of them ever again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say though, there were a few things that I could have done that I was thinking about that I stopped short. I could have written him a letter. We talked about driving to the humble abode. I could have driven to his house or the tattoo shop. Mm -hmm. I had his mom on Facebook. I didn't send his mom a message. So, you know, I didn't go completely off the deep end, Mm -hmm. but I got real close. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that he talked to me again. I think I just got over it. Uh Uh-uh. He talked to you He Did he? Yes, because remember you apologized and said, I'm so sorry. No, I mean like right then. I don't think within that little time frame he said anything. No, because when he did talk to you again, you were like, oh my gosh, guess who I'm talking to right now? Yeah. So yeah, that when he he removed and blocked and then we, you know, we proceeded to uh, push our way, Uh that that was the end for a while. Yeah. I think he said, don't contact me again. Mm -hmm. And he was pretty serious about it. And I was like, fine. But the reason why I lost my mind was because he didn't tell me why he was like breaking up with me. He Mm -hmm. just blocked me and ghosted me. Mm -hmm. Like, I needed some sort of closure. Because mm-hmm. you weren't saying, I want to stop seeing you. You were saying, I don't want to like, be, be your... tied down right now. Yeah, I was like, I like what we're doing. I just don't want to be your girlfriend. I'm not to a place where I feel comfortable with that yet. And he just blocked me. Mm-hmm. So then, was it about a year later, you think? I think so. He unblocked me on Snapchat and he sent me a message. And he was trying to get me to come over to Owensboro. And at this point, he had a pregnant girlfriend. Oh my gosh, I forgot. He worked at a liquor store and he was trying to get me to come over and hook up with him after he got off work. And I wasn't telling him no. I was kind of seeing like how much he would try to get me to go there, but I absolutely wasn't going. And before the conversation got too far, I think I said something like, hey, I just want to like apologize for how I acted the last time we spoke. That was super not cool. And he was like, what are you talking about? Like, I knew you like texted me a couple of times, but I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And I immediately texted Katie and I was like, you're not going to believe it. He doesn't know because he had blocked me on everything. He didn't get any of those messages. He got like a couple of them and like a voicemail, but he, he didn't get any of it. And we hardcore 24 hours tried, contacting. Yeah, tried yeah. to get a hold of Because Ellie was freaking out. I was so upset. Mm-hmm. I had never had something like that happen to me before. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. And he didn't even know. Right. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Still doesn't know. No, I didn't tell him. No. Why would you? Mm-mm. No. That's so, enough. Anyway, that's the time that I hardcore lost my mind. I'm not proud of that, but... It's a good story. Whew. And to go off of that crazy story, I'll tell you my most crazy ex story. It probably doesn't sound as crazy, but it's the one that's the most crazy and memorable in my brain. Yeah. (laughs) This was a date from Tinder when Ellie had me go on six Tinder dates, and this was number four. 
I'm pretty sure. I'd have to make a list to know. But I know Shane was six and Shane is husband. So it was somewhere between one and five. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Me and this guy were in a pretty serious quote unquote relationship without a title. We had seen each other for a really long time. And I remember when you first started dating, he seemed so cool and so perfect. Yes, I visited with him a lot and we would cook together and watch movies and we played basketball and did all the things that I already liked. And I remember, I told you this before, you and Brandon were in a serious relationship through college and I had seen you guys do things like go to the grocery store together and make smoothies and do like cool things that people do. And so when I was cooking with him and doing those same things, it was like, this feels like such a good, fun, healthy relationship. We were super casual, but I had met his family members that he was living with. So it wasn't like I was a secret and that part is important for later. I had met people in his family. We had gone out in public together. However, most of the times in public, it was to the gym or wherever we had a basketball goal. But I was working a job that was super close to where he was living. So a lot of times he would say like, just stop by for five minutes and we'll say hi. And I did that. It was literally like a cool little, I'll stop by and say hi. I'd stay in my car and we would just chat for a minute or I'd come in and stay the night. I stayed the night there a lot. Like, I don't know. It was super cool. It was just like a fun adult relationship. Yes. Like I can stay the night if I want, but you're also not pressuring me. Like I can just stop by and say hi and then I can leave. We can grab dinner. We can do lots of these things. And he was a little bit older too. Yeah. Yes. He had already graduated college, um, allegedly. Or so we thought. Yeah. He told me that he had graduated college and I don't want to give too many details because it would really out in my field. Whatever. Yeah. He deserves to be out. I feel like If you want people to talk about you well, then you should act better. Yeah. I, so he told us that he told me, told us. (laughs) Yeah. Well, everything he told Katie also made its way back to me because we were living together. Yes. And he historically did not like Ellie because Ellie would, he would say, you were making all of my decisions for me. And I think it was when things started to get sketchy and you were like, hmm, hey, that seems sketchy to me. Yes. So Anyway, there was all of that. We We found out later that we're smart enough that you can look up like graduating classes. And he told us where he had graduated from. And so once the lies started, which I know I haven't really got to yet, but once the lies started, we looked it up and we couldn't find it anywhere. And that really pissed him off. And then I was like, if you're going to lie about that, like that just makes sense to me because I had never said anything like you must have a college degree to date me. Like there was nothing like that. And it was like he said that he graduated and then we found out that he didn't. Yeah. So that was a red flag, but that was towards the end anyway. I definitely jumped ahead in the story. Like that was when I was already figuring things out and was like, this is not good. Like other things that he had lied about. And that was just like the biggest lie. That's a pretty big lie to tell that, to tell someone you graduated college and you didn't. And why? Why are you telling me that? Why would you make up such a big, like, I don't know, that doesn't impress me. I feel like he did enough to get the degree, but he like didn't, he somehow didn't finish it. I think- He probably told you because he was embarrassed that he didn't finish it. Right. Which I hate because I don't think anybody should be embarrassed of their job or their education or anything like that. So I get why someone would maybe do that. But I think part of it was he thought it gave him... Like credibility. Yes, because he wanted to move to New York. So I think that was like, I went to college for this and now I'm going to move to New York. So that whole time he had said he was, I will give him this, very open and honest up front, kind of like you with the last guy you talked about. He said he didn't want a serious relationship. He wanted to casually date. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. I caught feelings, which you know how that goes. However, to be fair, you were doing all the things that people do in a relationship. 
long-ish term. I can't actually remember how long the relationship was. Yes, not like a couple weeks. It was months. Yeah. So he had always said, I don't want to be in a relationship because the end goal here is for me to move to New York. Well, after we had been together for a long time, long time in college years, he was like, you know, I've been thinking about it. And even if I did move to New York, if I was seeing someone that was really important to me, I, we could go together. Like whoever I was dating could go with me to New York. And I was like, yeah, okay. And it kind of felt like he was feeling me out on like what I thought about that. And then he also said, and he was like super genuine, I thought, and said, also, I've never, if I was dating someone who was this important to me, I would have a reason not to go. But the whole time in my life, I've always wanted to go to New York and I had nothing holding me back here. And if I were dating somebody that needed to be here, that would be enough for me to think about my situation and I could maybe stay here. And so that in my brain was like, okay, you're thinking about the fact that you maybe don't have to go to New York and you're thinking about this while you're with me and telling me all of these things. So then I started obviously really thinking, hey, maybe we will be boyfriend and girlfriend someday. The thing is, I think he deserves that degree because he is a damn good actor. He is a good actor. (laughs) You know what? I'll give you that. I gotta give it to him. Right. He's a great actor. I agree. So... (laughs) Then after that, another month or so, he planned a trip for us and we went to see an NBA game in Indianapolis and he planned the trip. He got us a hotel. It was like my first real road trip with somebody that wasn't my mom or Ellie. (laughs) And so it's like, wow, I'm going on a trip. Like this feels really cool. And staying overnight. Yes. Like a real trip, not just like a little day trip for tea. No, we were going. And I remember telling you about it and I was like, I can't think why he would put this money and make this big plan with me. He's got guy friends. Like if he just wanted to go to a game, surely he would just go to a game. I think he's going to ask me to be his girlfriend. Like I think he's going to say, you know what? I've been thinking about it. And at least for a while I'm here, let's date and see how it goes. And long story short, he didn't. And then the whole way home, I was pissy. And he was like, why are you pissy? And I was like, because I thought you were going to ask me to be your girlfriend. And he was like, well, I'm not. So. (laughs) And Katie was texting me and she was like, Because I had said, let me know if he asks you, like, send me updates. And she was like, well, I would send you updates, but I have no updates to share because he didn't ask me to be his girlfriend. Right. Nothing happened. And he gave her, like, didn't he give you, like, a teddy bear and a card or something? This was, yeah, this was right around Valentine's Day. So for Valentine's Day, which was right before the trip, he gave me a stuffed animal and a card and maybe a couple other things, but it was a really thoughtful gift. The card had like front and back and he had written really sweet things on Whoa. it. Yeah, and he had given me a new nickname and like all sorts of cute stuff. Like he, it really seemed like he's gonna ask me to be his girlfriend. Yes, and it was very personal. It wasn't just stuff like you're a cute girl. Like it was descriptive things about me that were just so kind and made me feel like I'm the only girl in the world. You know how it goes? So. <laughs> yeah, like I, I really like you as a person. Yes. Like, I'm thinking about you. And then a couple days later, we were going on this trip. So I was like, okay, this all feels like we're really setting it up here. Like, this like, is perfect yeah, timing. this is going to be great. And then it wasn't. It was perfect timing timing for heartbreak. It was very, like, Elle Woods thinks she's getting proposed to mm-hmm. and Warner's breaking up with her. Yes. It was that vibe. Like, the stage was set, (laughs) stage, and everything seemed perfect. And then he just, like, didn't do it. Yeah, and it was always kind of weird because he never posted pictures of us on social media. And we had pictures together. That were cute. Yeah, like, yeah, we had cute pictures together. Social media worthy. Yes. 
And I had met his family and people he was living with. So I w- it wasn't like I was a secret. Like he and wasn't, like, he had met your friends. Yes. It was weird. So there were red flags, but it wasn't like I was a secret and I was just like this ugly girlfriend he was keeping in the closet. Like, I'm not sure. Like, what was, like, something was sketchy about it, but not enough that it was a super huge red flag. Right. But the only thing, well, realistically, that was so hard for me because there's a lot of little details to that, but that like broke my heart and still thinking about it today, like pisses me off because he manipulated me so much. But there is one thing I can look back on in that relationship and it makes me laugh and feel great about it. And it, it truly makes me feel that I won. Um, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. So uh, this one time I was planning to stay all night at his house and I got so, so sick so sick and I just felt miserable and I had been downstairs and his room was upstairs and I was downstairs in the bathroom and I was like I've got to leave like I'm going to puke I feel so sick this is miserable and so I went upstairs and I was like hey I've got to go home like and I knew I'm going to puke I don't have time to talk like I've got to get out of here so I went upstairs and grabbed my stuff and was apologizing so sorry I have to go and he was like no if you're sick it was winter snowy snow is a very key part to the story he was like it's snowing you should stay here I'll sleep downstairs on the couch you stay up here in the bed and I think you should stay here all night and in my head I was like no couch is next to the bathroom I'm puking in there like I, I need out I want to leave so he walks me out and he gets back inside and I puke everywhere I like open my car door and I just vomit all over the street <laughs> in the snow and in my brain I'm like whatever I can't do anything about that like it's snow it'll melt (laughs) melt it will yeah the next day he texts me and he's like hey I hope you're feeling better so sad you had to leave last night um but quick question (laughs) did you puke all over the street because my car was parked on the street. And I was like, no, absolutely not. I, I'm feeling I'm feeling much better. Yeah, thanks. Have a good day. And he was like, no, wait. Are you sure? You're, I, I think you puked. And I was like, no, I didn't. That was not me. And he was like, no, didn't you say it must have been a dog? I said it must have been a dog. I said, you know, you live in like a super walkable neighborhood. Like dogs, like everywhere. <laughs> Sidewalk, whatever. And he was like, that's super weird. And that really sucks because I stepped in it this morning. <laughs> When I was walking to my car, and now I guess I have dog puke all over my shoes. <laughs> so, <laughs> fuck you and fuck your shoes. <laughs> anyway, I win. He stepped in my puke. And to this day, he does not know, except I'm sure he knows now. Well, I mean, and obviously, like, he didn't step in dog puke. Like, come on now. I, I left sick. But I just denied it all the way through. And I was like, that was not me. And so now I can look back at that and think how sad and how heartbroken I felt in the moment. And now fully grown and brain developed adult Katie can think, and you stepped in my puke. And that's what you deserve. Yes, that's what you deserve. Every day for the rest of your life is to step in somebody's puke in your favorite shoes. And on that (laughs) note, we'll see you next week. (laughs) I really think that's a good closer. I don't feel like I want to say any of these things. That's the best ending I can think of. Maybe we'll close out with a fun one. Okay, so to wrap up this episode, I'm going to leave you with a nice, like, hallmark romance movie dating story. So when I was in college, I visited Costa Rica with my grandparents. They've been a bunch of times 
And on one of their trips, they met this woman, Ruth, and they got really close and they became the godparents of her youngest son. And so they went to visit and I went with them. And Ruth has a son around my age. And so I was super excited to meet the family because we were friends on Facebook and I always heard about them from Nan. And so we went and we stayed near their home and it was around Christmas time. And we were there for two weeks. So the first few days that we were there, he took me to a little bar in a little town and... Ellie wore rippy jeans. I wore my rippy (laughs) jeans, so you know what that means. And I remember he worked at the like resort that we were staying at, so I saw him every day. And even on the days that he wasn't working, we went and hung out with the family. So every day of this trip, I saw him and we hung out. So he asked me out, asked me if I could go on a date. I had to ask my grandparents and they let me go. And I was so shocked that they let me go. I was. But I was like, this in a different country. This feels like a family trip. I'm in a different country. I don't speak the language incredibly well, but enough. Mm-hmm. So they let me go. So I went to our room and I put on my rippy jeans and I put on my bodysuit with no bra. <laughs> and we were brave braless at this oh, time. Oh yeah. By we I mean Ellie, not Katie, but you know. And I was on Wi-Fi, so I FaceTimed Kate, and I was like, you're not going to believe what's happening to me. He's taking me out. We're going to a bar. We're going to go dancing, which is like, if you don't know me, going out drinking and dancing is like my favorite thing in mm-hmm. the world. And, and you're I was, in Costa Rica. I'm in a foreign country. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go dance with this hot guy. Ugh the best so we go he buys me some coronas we're dancing oh it was so much fun so then a few days later it was christmas and he asked me out again and he asked if he could take me on his motorcycle maybe 30 minutes or an hour away to the beach and nan and pop let me go so the morning of christmas he pulls up I get on the back of his motorcycle. Guess who's wearing a rippy jeans? You know it. You know it. Can you guys picture this? This is like such a beautiful, like you said, a hallmark. We're going to the beach. This is the first time that I've been on the back of a guy's motorcycle. On any motorcycle? No, I had been on motorcycles before. Like with my dad. Okay, okay. But this is the first time I like climbed on the back of a guy's motorcycle. And I was like, this is literally the best thing that's ever happened to me. Right. I'll hold your waist. Let's go. Oh my God. It was amazing. We drove these like back roads of Costa Rica. It is so beautiful. And we drove for like an hour. And I was like, I could do this forever. We get to this beach. It's beautiful. We bought some coconuts from this guy. He brought like Bluetooth speaker. So I played music on it. And we like laid on the beach and played in the ocean. And it was like, this is literally the best day of my life. The dream. And after we were done at the beach, I was sunburnt because I forgot sunscreen. And Angel Boy is much darker complected than I am. He totally fine. Me look like a lobster. Mm -hmm. So I was like, bro, I gotta get off the beach. So he took me to this little pizza shop. He made me order by myself because he knew I could do it. And this whole time we're on the beach, he's like helping me with my Spanish. And he's like, we're, we're just like having such a good time. So he, he takes me to this little pizza shop. We order pizza. We got some drinks. And then we drove back home and like the sun was starting to set. And then he gets a flat tire. We're in the middle of the Costa Rican countryside on a motorcycle with a tire that doesn't work. And we're walking it up a hill. 
And so quickly, my dream day turned into a nightmare. (laughs) However, less than a quarter mile away, there was this teeny little, like, body shop. How ironic. Like, literally a movie. mechanic. And we roll up and he talks to this guy. This guy fixes his tire in, like, 20 minutes. And we're back on the road. That's so wild. And there were little kittens there that I got to pet while they were talking. And I'm like, I'm just this stupid American. <laughs> like, hanging you out. picked up and now I'm on the side of the road. So he took me home. And my phone, I got, like, a travel plan. So I told Nan and Pop, you know. I'm going to be a little late. He got a flat tire. But oh, we're good. he's fixing it. We're on the way home. Whatever. Everything's all cool. He dropped me back off. It was so beautiful and magical. And he was a fabulous kisser. And that was my christmas that year yes good times good times and for more good times i think it's helpful for you guys to know we are both in super healthy wonderful relationships now and all of those horrible dates and that one really fun one (laughs) did lead us to great places in our romantic lives for sure so thanks for listening if you have a bananas x or date story we would love for you to share it with us on instagram you can find us at not so ladylike podcast all in word no spaces and if we're feeling wild we might add some pictures into the show notes if we can find any that are confidential enough so check those out as always those are on the website And before you go, we would love for you to leave us a five-star review. Wherever you're listening right now, it really helps us get discovered, have new people find us and listen and join the party. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Love Love you. Bye. Bye.